I guess we're going to start this episode by saying Ryan's trying to get us kicked off Spotify. Um, Don't make too many people happy with that. Yeah, you, you can't start the episode by singing the ESPN hockey song. And I mean, singing is a very strong word to use there. Uh, but how are you doing tonight, Ryan? <laughs> What's funny is I didn't realize you were starting, so I thought you were just talking, and I was I thought it was funny. But no, you were making fun of me, so I'm doing pretty good. Drinking <laughs> a beer, of course, a Founders Reds Rye IPA. Always a fan. Nice and light. I'm drinking Refreshing. a uh, Bell's Double Two Hearted, so. Ooh, okay, you win. I yeah, get yeah, I, mean, I picked up like I, four six packs of it when it was out. So, so Founders isn't listening, but that's okay. Yeah, whatever. See, uh, official, unofficial, it's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they okay. help us out. We help them out. It's a mutual relationship. But yeah, it's beer. Everyone's happy. Yeah, you know who else is happy? Me, because hockey is in air quotes <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Red Wings had their first scrimmage, uh, red white game today. The Wings are wrapping up the World Juniors. There's been some uh, overreaching NHL news that kind of goes uh, over the whole league. There were some interviews, a lot of interviews. I think over the past like three or four days, there's been like, I don't know, they, they've interviewed like too many for me to keep eight up with. Or nine. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they do like three or four of them a day. So there's a lot of stuff going on, which is good. It gives One, us more two, content. Three, four, five. God damn. Yeah, it's Six, a lot. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, We know 19. everyone listens so that There's they can 19. hear Ryan count. No, I'm counting out loud. <laughs> Blaschel, of course, had the most. He had four. He's covered each day. Yeah. And nope, every, five. I take that back. Every day, uh, he looks less and less excited to take questions. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch, like, day oh, one, happy, same ready shit to come that he asked in. me a couple days ago. That's cool. Yeah, he's like, God, I got to listen to Art ask me more questions. Has there, so, been, has there been any uh, Blash faces yet? I haven't seen uh, this, Sarah. This recent uh, interview, it's up on YouTube from today's scrimmage, just basically straight face, like looking down or looking, like his head so pointed down, but his eyes head. looking up throughout like the entire interview, except for when Brad Galley talked about his facial hair, and then he laughed a little bit. So it it was interesting but i think tonight we're going to start off with the wings prospect in the world juniors yeah. i think it's a safe spot to start tonight Maybe is the, the gold yeah tonight is Let's the see. gold medal game uh us and canada <laughs> but uh all the red wings prospects have wrapped up their time in the world juniors so we'll start off with the winner um or a winner not the winner but uh emil vero team finland who won the bronze medal he finished the tournament with two assists and Ryan made me aware that he also went headfirst into the boards and almost died today. Yep. So it was on a good chance, though. I mean, he had a beautiful scoring chance cutting in from the point, went just on the back side of the net. I pass came from below the faceoff dot. The puck was in his feet. He just tried to play it off and then kind of just fell over himself, full speed, cheek first, right under where the boards and the glass meet. It looked awful. Ouchie. He almost got it, though. It was a beautiful little play. I think he would have got denied. Puck still ended up going on net, it looks like, as well. But, I mean, he didn't actually. He tried to go skate to stick on the on the play. So it was actually quite nice. It was just too far out in front, so he couldn't maintain it. But that's enough of me trying to horribly explain that play. So back to you, Greg. Yeah, the only other person, I think, <laughs> out of our prospects that almost died during the tournament was Lucas Raymond, who also went headfirst into the boards during one of his plays. And then grabbed his back and we're like, oh, no, that's not good. Uh, but he came back later that game and scored a goal. 
So Lucas Raymond ended the tournament with two goals and three assists. Looked good. Bunch of people very disappointed because he only got two goals and three assists. And I'm like, eh, I mean, it's a tournament. Okay, here's the thing. Team Sweden was without their top line center because he had COVID. Uh, their uh, coach had never coached offense before, I think it is. Because um, their really? coaching staff had COVID. Yeah, they lost like three guys oh, that's to, right. to COVID. Yeah, they were... They were the COVID team. Of and then tournament. I was made aware, and I'm not sure if the person was joking or not, but they said one of their assistant coaches is not even really a coach. He is a top media person in Sweden and runs like the top NHL podcast in Sweden. So if that's real, like I didn't look it up, but that's what someone was saying. That's awful. Um, he put in defensemen for a penalty shot. Uh, I mean, that's not even like the fifth or sixth person that should have went for the penalty shot. Despite being a mess, the Red Wings showed up. So, like I said, Raymond, two goals, three assists. Soderblom got player of the game in, I think it was the last game. Two goals and one assist through the tournament. Mm -hmm. Huge guy. I mean, hands for days, did it between the legs. I think he had the two goals. Two two between the the leg shots. And both, ironically enough, were from Lucas Raymond. Yeah. So, our our guys all combined to, to help out each other, but Soderblom. I mean, hulking guy. Was he's like six foot seven. Uh, in in he doesn't play like he's six foot. Seven. I mean, he does in the in the sense that he uses his reach, he uses his body to his advantage, but mm-hmm. not that he's slow or or lumbering or losing his breath out there and can't keep up. And it, it seems like he's got he's hands. six eight by the way. Okay, so bigger, but it, he's got hands, which is kind no, of he's, he's smooth. He's incredible. It's smooth. impressive. We saw that last year during training camp. Or, or as Rohan would say, he's good at hockey. That's good at the hockey. Yeah. So Soderblom was impressive to me, and I I know a bunch of people like to gush over a juniors tournament, like the amount of people that are um, virtually jerking off Levi for Team Canada. I mean, all right. First of all, it's Team Canada, so sure. are you surprised by that? No, but the team in front of him is insane, and they're making this oh, kid know. out to be a god, and he's a seventh-round goalie pick for Florida. I'm just so, saying it's a Canadian team, and sure. of course, most of the people that we interact with are Canadian. Yeah. So they're going to get the boner. No, but it's not just people we react with. It's like the whole internet is going crazy. And they're, yeah, well. they're like, oh, you missed a sleeper pick. Florida got the best goalie in the draft. It's like the guy hasn't played anywhere other than the CCHL. The CCHL. Which is kind of funny that like, both the goalies in tonight's champion gold medal match up are going to be Florida Panther goalie prospects. Sure. Great. Whatever. Let's wait until they make it to the NHL. But uh, if we go oh, on, well. uh, at the point of that was Soderblom was great. Yes, fantastic. He's getting better, let's put it that way. Yeah, Theodore Niederbach ended the tournament with two goals and an assist. Uh, also looked good, also filled in up the roster a couple times because of their lack of center depth. Albert Johansson, three assists in the tournament, also looked very good. He was at times uh, one of their best defensemen. And Gustav Berglund got into a game, and in that game he got an assist. Got so um, overall, good tournament. The Red Wings showed up, their prospects showed up. Um, I'm happy with it, but again, it's a juniors tournament. Is it great for for development and letting them play against people their own age? Absolutely. Is it worth staking your entire opinion on a prospect on? Absolutely not. And there are just some people that need to calm down, I think. It's the age of reaction. Of course, there's going to be people that feel that way. They they need to calm down a little bit. Temper your expectations. 
<sighs> if your guy didn't score a million goals, that doesn't mean he's terrible. That just means that the team was not coached well or that he didn't get the chances he want or he had some bad luck or his center had COVID. Just don't don't worry <laughs> about it. And don't go out of the the juniors tournament doing what I see some people doing is saying, oh, we should have drafted this guy. The one we drafted is a bust. So let's, let's not do that. Let's take a chill pill. Yeah. So from the juniors tournament, we will move. Sorry, I had to take a drink. And that was... Heard that. Yeah. My Sounded, mouth was getting dry. Seemed like you were refreshed. <clears throat> I uh, very refreshed. Uh, but we'll move on to some of the other NHL news that happened. Uh, I think the one was announced a couple days ago. This other piece was announced just today. So the Red Wings got an official helmet sponsor to recoup some of that no people in the arena money. <clears throat> and before you make fart noises, uh, UWM, which is United Wholesale Mortgage. Uh, Not or, the University of Wisconsin-Madison. No, or you may know it by United Shore. It used to be called United Shore. They are the official helmet sponsor of the Detroit Red Wings. I was hoping mm. it would be Buffalo Wild Wings. That would have been cool. Um, they could have got free wings or something, and, and wings with wings that, that just works. But I guess United Wholesale Mortgage, being over a billion-dollar company, has more money to sponsor. Uh, it doesn't look bad. Ryan doesn't like it because they took the Detroit Red Wings nameplate off the helmet. It's really the only reason I don't like it because I, I like the fact that they did go with a subtle color to match the helmet, or I should say go in line with the helmet. Because if you actually look at their logo, it's like a weird bluish green color. So they didn't pull a Pittsburgh Penguins and go with the PPG bright blue on their helmet like they did. But no, taking the the Detroit Red Wings sticker off there, it had the classic right lettering. Like that's that's the team, that's the it's, helmet, that's part sure. of the uniform, man. Okay, but, move it down or something. But you know what's Keep more it. important? Playing hockey. I don't. I get it. <laughs> that's what a lot of people, and that's the argument Leave a lot of people something. are making. They're like, oh my god, this is so terrible. This is awful. It's a travesty. It's blasphemy. It's 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 a bad look on the team. I'm like, would you rather just not have hockey and them not have enough money to operate? Is that because that's the alternative? You don't do anything. You just shut the season down until you can put butts in seats and make money that way. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't mind at all. I think it looks fine. No, however, it, it's, I just want the Red Wings sticker on there. It's better than the Pittsburgh Penguins PPG paint giant yeah, blue that, sticker on the helmet. Terrible. Like, and, I don't know how you don't just go with. You, you got to subdue it to the team colors. I feel like these brands have to give up of that a little bit. Sure, but you've also got to look at. If you watched the World Juniors, Team Russia's helmet had a big sticker right across the front, right above the visor. Like, mm-hmm. huge. Just didn't even like, fit on the helmet. It's, wasn't a T-O-Y dot It's toy.ru, which yeah. I'm on the website right now, is oh, a very large internet toy retailer. Oh, it um, literally is toys? Yeah, they sell Nerf guns and Legos and uh, all that other stuff. So wait, is toy Toy.ru. Is toy the same in Russian as it is in English? That's what I'm assuming. I don't understand any of these other characters that are on my screen, but all I understand is toy.ru. And it's it's literally a Russian toy website. They've just put, a, they just put a giant, giant white sticker across the front <laughs> of their helmet, which is insane. Um, uh, so That is the one thing that's interesting, is that on all these junior teams, like... They that's all they do. It's just a giant patch and or sticker that is just like boom. It's like the uh, the the seal it commercials. 
Just throw this right on there. Flex seal. Flex we seal, can, there we go. We can put a sticker on anything. <laughs> we put a toy.ru sticker on this boat. Now it drives on the water. Oh, you need a sponsor? Here you go. But it's it's insane that that you look at a lot of the other teams and and people are using the slippery slope argument. They're saying, well, uh, now it's just a now it's just a decal on a helmet, but later they're going to look like a walking billboard. And I I and I said that past this season, okay, maybe they'll keep the helmet decal. I don't think they will ever touch the jersey. That's going too far. Uh, no league in uh, the United States, I don't think, besides, I think the NBA. NBA is the only one right has now that I know. Jersey that I'm patches. Yep. Uh, it's on like the, the left breast, I think, of most teams. Sure. It doesn't ruin the game. It doesn't ruin you watching the game. It doesn't change the score of the game or hurt the players. It is smart, too, because majority of them are small. Sure. I said put put decals on helmets, put decals on pants and gloves and skates and socks and whatever you mm-hmm. want. Don't touch the jersey. I'd be intrigued if they get, they pull off the gloves because those are individual brands already. And they already have like a, their giant like There's CCM no space or something on, on it. Yeah, that'd be a tough one. No, but maybe yeah. they do sticks. Maybe they get um like you, wraps. you've seen the wraps, like mm-hmm. the tape replacement <clears throat> wraps where you just put them on and you use like the hair dryer yep. to heat them. Maybe they do those. That might be a... A That'd good way to brand the stick. You need to send them a lot of them. Yeah. Stick socks. That's what they could call them. You need to talk to Howie's. Yeah, let's get on Howie's. But that's <laughs> that's the, the Red Wings official helmet sponsor. I'm not worried about it. If you're no, worried about it, there's a million other things I can give you to worry about. Like When they uh, start blanketing the ice and touching every other aspect of the, the uniform, then we can start worrying. Even that, turn the ice into a giant billboard. That's fine. I don't care. Just don't touch the jersey. Give it to me in below the goals and in the center. Well, that's where portions. the the, uh, the UWM logo will be in uh, yep. near the trapezoid. So Kind of like what they're doing already. I don't mind that. Give me the space by the face-off dots in both offensive zones. Keep those open so I can actually see where the hell the puck is at. Yeah, I'm That's my preference. I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. not worried mm-hmm. about it. It's not hurting you. It's not hurting the game. I don't um, think it'll ever get that far. It's the people that are like, "Oh my god, bow to your corporate overlords." It's like, "Well, they have money and mm-hmm. they're going to give it to you so you can play hockey." So shut up. <laughs> but we'll move on to the wider NHL <laughs> sponsorships. So they These are the fun ones. Yeah, they announced today and another thing that I don't really care about. I'm surprised um, it took them this long. Uh, me too. So they sold off the naming rights to the divisions for this season. So you've got now the Scotia NHL division, the Honda NHL division, the Mass Mutual NHL division, and the Discover NHL division, which is what mm-hmm. we are in. And I made the joke that we are in the Discover division. Well, we discover how bad of a team we still are. It's it's not bad. And people are freaking out. I actually kind of like this. It I think Tony had the best best tweet about it, though. Let me see if I can find that real quick. It, made it, it makes it fun. I realized that hockey is back because I'm actually tweeting again. <laughs> no, me so too. And I then I have, have to scroll for shit. four hours before I find a tweet mm-hmm. that I put, or a reaction to a tweet I put <laughs> Here out. Here we go. Our, our, our guy, Tony Ferrari, he goes, uh, this feels very college football bowl gamey. I can't wait for the Tostitos NHL Western Conference champion to face off against the Quicken Loans NHL Eastern Conference champions and the All-State NHL Stanley Cup final. 
Yeah, there was a, another meme that was made for the the Stanley mm. Cup with Gary Bettman standing next to Stanley Cup. It says, "It's my honor to present you with the McDonald's Mountain Dew Ford Stanley Cup." <laughs> so, it it's not mm. gonna go that far. Right now, I mean, it's those are big companies: Scotiabank, Honda, Mass Mutual, Discover. Mm-hmm. They're giving the NHL a ton of money. Just to have naming rights on the divisions that are going to last one season because these aren't going to be permanent divisions. They're not going to keep all the Canadian teams in Canada. So Mm -hmm. it's one season, a shortened season. Suck it up. Like, stop complaining. Yeah. I'm complaining about you complaining. It's been the Bridgestone Winter Classic for how long? It's the been Honda the Winter Classic. I mean, Honda's been around for years. Everything on NBCSN has been Honda, Honda, Honda because they've been the primary sponsor. Yeah, and and who calls it the Bridgestone Winter Classic or the Honda Winter Classic or whatever? No one. We just call it the Winter Classic. You think there really are people that do that? No, they actually I'm, take the time to ex, to say the entire proper no, name. Unless they're on TV and their contractual agreement is to say the proper name. I'm not going to call it the Discover Division. I'm going to call it the Central Division. I'm not going to call it the Mass Mutual Division. I'll call it the Eastern Division or whatever it is, or the Scotia's the Northern Division or Canadian. I'm not even going to call it the Northern Division. I'm going to call it the Canada Division. That's what I'm going to call it. So don't worry about it. It doesn't affect you. Like, calm down. I think you covered my, uh, my sentiment pretty well. All right. You got pretty heated, so I was just going <sighs> to let you go. I didn't want to jump yeah. in on that. Yeah, took so, over. so we'll move on to actual Red Wings stuff because, you know, <laughs> the Red Wings didn't rename anything else, so don't worry about it. Are we sure about that? Yeah, um, but today there was the first official scrimmage, the red-white game, and it was interesting. Um, it was supposed to start at 10 o'clock, and it didn't end up starting until almost, what, 10.30? Yeah, it was like it was about right around ten twenty ten. They're like uh, Fox Sports Detroit's like let's go let's uh, go over to this link and you p- click the link and it's did they really mm-hmm. post that out there? They did and it was supposed to be on foxsportscom slash Detroit or whatever, and it wasn't. It was just a replay of a video from early in the day or whatever. Ah. And then we're like, oh well, the Red Wings are gonna play it. So you went on on the Red Wings website and they started playing it. And first, the microphones were terrible. Uh, everyone yeah, sounded like out robots. Like a giant echo. Yeah, everyone sounded like robots, <laughs> and it was awful. And then Art started talking, and I had to mute it. And <laughs> then it went on, and then they fixed the mic issue. Mm. They started playing, and the first thing we all noticed was there were no numbers on the jersey, <sighs> which makes it insanely hard to track how what do you, players how do are you doing. Do that to you got Ken Cal there to call your preseason game. Oh, Ken Cal was pissed. The man some numbers like he was so ready to go and then realized wait they're not switching jerseys and now we're just gonna sit here and have to hear art yell things that don't make any sense yeah and I'm sure he's probably a great guy yeah man when he, he just some of the stuff i was watching the bobby ryan mouth. interview and he was he, it was kind of funny to watch when art started talking and like caught him off guard because he wasn't expecting how like you know crazy excited he always is yeah, yeah. It was pretty funny to watch the Bobby Ryan interview from, I think, today or the other day. Uh, yeah, it was. I don't think if you don't know who he is and you finally catch out, catch wind of it, you're like, what is this guy on? He seems like he's the most happy-go-lucky person, but, man, it's like nails on a chalkboard sometimes. Yeah, and 
And so it started with the the no numbers on the jerseys, and you had to kind of wait until they zoomed in a little bit and did a replay to see the number on the helmet. Yeah, they started doing to, that later because there was no way too. there was no way you were going <laughs> to be able to identify someone by the blurry video of their face. The so, only one you could pick out was Mantha because of his white stick. Well, you had Turner Elson because he's got very the very flow. long hair. Um, but other than that, it the was the lettuce, just, if you will. Yeah, it was very hard to figure out who was who. Um, he was one of the only ones you could pick out, mm-hmm. and and the game started, so it was good. Uh, it started slow, like real slow, and the intensity was not high. And then later they interviewed Blash, and he said that the intensity was a little low because they had a twenty-minute walkthrough practice beforehand. Mm-hmm. So he said that everyone was kind of had some of their energy drained, so they weren't playing super hard, weren't doing a lot of body contact. Um, but from the game, um, Svechnikov injured, no update, did not return. Yeah, there's still nothing out about I, that. Right? No, there's not. I've been keeping an eye on Max, and I, he, as a little bit ago, he had nothing. So no, he's been it quiet for like, the rest of the afternoon. It looked like elbow, maybe. I have Upper no body, idea. Definitely, most likely in our unprofessional opinion, shoulder. If Svech is hurt to start the season, that's... I think that put the nail on the coffin. Yeah, that's it. Because he needs That's a bummer. And that, yeah, that sucks. I think we've talked about him the most as the guy of, can he finally break through? Yeah, you just pull for him. You hope hope Mm -hmm. it's going to be good. You hope he's going to come into camp and kill it and (sighs) just challenge for a spot. And then he leaves the game with an arm injury. And you're like, well, there goes that season. And it's so, even worse because did you see the quote from his brother? Yeah, he like dreams of playing against yeah, his brother in a game. So, they like, so pumped about doing that. And who do they play right out the gate? Yeah. Well, they'll end up turning it into a Lifetime movie or something like that. We'll see. My God. No, that's um, going to be Disney+. Plus. But other injuries. Turner Elson destroyed his knee. I don't did know he, I missed that. what I happened. In a meeting when that happened. He went down. He was writhing on the ice in pain. They got him That's up, great. and as as they were skating him off, he was still writhing in pain. Like normally, they're just wincing. He like couldn't stop moving. So uh, he scored a great goal too. He was wide open, um, put a beautiful goal in, and then just blew up his knee. And he also didn't return. And there's no update on him either. They asked Blash about both of them. He told them, "You saw what I saw. I don't have any updates." So yeah, need me uh, with somebody. So. Yeah. Glennie so, got blasted so. in the mouth by a DeKaiser slap shot. Ooh, um, that was kind of terrifying. But the mouth nose area. He had a bloody nose. So yeah, he uh, came right back shortly after, though. Yeah, I think that was all the injuries during the game. Uh, That's all I'm tracking. Yep. Rasmussen and Chalowski. My other notes: Rasmussen and Chalowski looked strong. Ras made a few great plays and drove play toward the net where he parked mm-hmm. it, which is what he should be doing. He was um, good about getting from in front of the net, also to like a board battle. Like yeah. he was really good side to side, getting out there and keeping play alive. As there one play in particular where he was out in front, loose puck went on the sideboards just out toward the uh, the face off dot. He was able to get over there and pump push the puck back to the point, which created another scoring chance. Well, they had also announced that they were permanently moving Rasmussen back to center, which is his natural position and where he should mm. be. So good move, uh, and and I liked his game today. If you watch an interview with him, you would not guess that he's twenty one years old. Um, he, he is a beastly guy and very, very serious, but yeah, Rasmussen. I've never seen him smile. No, me either. But, uh, he, he looked great today. I think Sarah had a one picture of him somewhere in the archives. 
Uh, yeah, and Chlowski was the other one. Chlowski looked good. They put him on the point. Um, he he was taken the other day in power play practice. He was playing point on power play. So they're kind of the two that have the, the most to prove to make it on the team after having played on the team and then gone bounce around the AHL and then gone like Rasmus into Austria this season. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with them, but they're the two that they looked really good today. And and I don't really have anything negative to say about them, but they should look good because they, they need to improve. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just hard. And I, I think this is going to be the most difficult early season for a lot of guys that are on the bubble. Yeah. And I mean, even guys like Giovanni Smith, who's trying to push for even a fourth line role, mm-hmm. looked strong on the puck and, and was making good plays. But it's it's up like I said earlier that you're in you're under Iserman now. Iserman is not giving spots away. You're earning your spot, and I think mm-hmm. they all know that. And you're not gonna you're Franz Nielsen. You're old. You're gonna get a spot. That's not how it's gonna work this season. I think season. he's on the outside looking in, and yeah. I think Max kind of made that point in his article from today as well. Yeah, and I think they kind of treaded lightly. He was asked about Nielsen, and he's like. Nielsen's a great guy. He trained really hard in the off season, and he wants to help the team, and he wants to do what what what's right for the team. And it's it sounded like he understands if he's not going to play, because someone's going to take his spot. Yeah, but you're not going to be given a spot. You're going to have to earn your spot. Uh, in earning your spot, and how are we going to say it? Because everyone's saying it differently. Um, Matthias. That's how a lot of people seem to be pronouncing it now. Matthias Broma, strong on the puck, scored a goal. He, he looked good. And that goal from uh, LGD was fantastic. Yeah, and Blasher was quoted saying that something he hadn't seen, and it was Blasher, or Iser, it might have been Iserman, was saying something he hadn't seen in video was, was the tenacity. He's got a, a fire in his game. He showed it when he scored that goal. He scored uh, at the end of the game they did um, shootouts. And mm-hmm. he scored a great shootout goal too, so it, he looks like he can do it. And and it didn't look like pace of play was was too fast for him. It didn't look like the ice was too small. Again, it's a scrimmage, but he looked like he he might have what it takes to to get on to maybe the third line. Yeah, third or fourth. He, it, it could be an, or it could end up being him that is the one that pushes Nielsen out of out of a roster spot. I wouldn't be mad about it. That's looking at the article because he was playing with Glenn Denning and Ernie. So typically we would have been seeing uh, Nielsen there or Helm, depending if he was healthy. So that could be interesting. That's going to be the one to watch. I I think that he's going to show enough that he will get uh, roster time and they're going to have, they're going to have a rotation going anyways, I'm sure. But yeah. Who do you want? Do you want a 26-year-old uh, Brahma or do you want a, what, 35-plus Franz Nielsen? Brahma. Yeah, so I'll take that. Uh, the other stuff from the practice, uh, no update on Darren Helm. Um, Blash what, was asked what about do? it. He's still in a, the no designation, so there's here's, zero information. Here's what it is. Blash was asked about it. His words, and he acted like he wanted to get this question over with quickly. He said, unfit to play in practice. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. They, there's nothing there. No. So people are saying, well, is that a being held for a trade? Is that a he has COVID? 
is that a just he hurt himself, but unfit to play in practice. It, it's it's either an injury. I, it could be any of those three things. Mm-hmm. And my my assumption would be knowing Helm's history is that he's probably hurt. He's missed. Go with that lower body designation. Thirty percent of his games. 35%. There were like four, three seasons where you missed like a third of the season. So knowing his injury history, I would, I'd kind of err toward the side of injured, but we have no idea. And it's very, very vague. You won't, if he goes through this whole training camp up to game day with still being injured, I think they have to give an injury report on him. But, uh, and then it's, I think clubs this season have to report a player if they have COVID. They have to say this player has COVID. But I, it's just very vague, and it seems like they don't want to talk about it. Hmm. So maybe he was maybe he was kidnapped, or he's he's been abducted by aliens or something. I, Rohan, I have no idea. But um, the home fan club very not happy. Yeah, I mean. What is he? He's in his final year, isn't he? Uh, yeah, final year of his contract. So, yeah, I, I mean, I still think he'd be a part. He needs to stay healthy because I think he's a good trade ship for a depth team, especially in how the season's going to be. So, yeah, I mean, he'd be your fourth, third, fourth line defensive forward who can play on the penalty kill and and score you some uh, goals. But it's not. I mean, it's Darren Helm. The problem is, is we're paying him too much money. He'd be fine if we weren't paying him so much money. But, again, unfit to play in practice. They don't want to talk about it. Stop asking them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bertuzzi, Larkin, Mantha look great. Expected. Bertuzzi scored two goals. Uh, it's expected that they look like that. Uh, they interviewed Bertuzzi. He said that the guys, basically, they picked up where they left off. Mm-hmm. They've been skating together. Nemestikov has apparently been skating, too, with them this he's summer. He's been here all summer. Yeah, he has a home in, I think he's in Commerce. I think he's got a summer home, but I forget, I forget where he's at. I know we talked about it earlier when, when they signed him. Yeah, that top line's gonna look good regardless. It's it's your top line. If they look bad, I'd be worried. So I think they'll be okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, um, my other notes: Mark Stahl scored an overtime goal that almost blew me out of my chair, and Ryan wants to murder the DJ. We're going there, huh? Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. You can rant about the DJ and the terrible new goal horn techno music air siren combo. So I think I don't think the air horn is new or the air the air raid siren. I think they brought that in last year, but it wasn't so cool. No, the combo is new. I know. I'm pretty sure they brought some of that in toward the end of the year. If I remember well, they did all three at the same exact time. Not the techno part. They had I forget whatever their goal song was last year. Oh, it was but, Party Till We Die by Andrew W.K. I don't know. It, it, it hurts my head. They haven't figured out the damn goal horn. Like, like we were texting earlier, the Lions can figure out how to get a goddamn train horn in their stadium. Why can't the Red Wings just figure out a simple boat horn for theirs like they used to? It's, it shouldn't be this hard. You have two but choices. You have train horns or championships. What do the Lions uh, have? Neither. But their horn is still better. <laughs> and that's fucking stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. I agree. Uh, and and I, we've I been on the they need a new horn train for... From day one. Yeah, day one where we heard the MP3 and wanted to blow our ears out. But no, between that, the air raid siren, I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but 
not it, between those two awful recordings and then you've got DJ Steampunk in the background going crazy. <laughs> it can't okay, so I don't think it's their actual DJ. I'm pretty I am, sure I just like not, they're like no, Bill get Bill sure get in the booth and play some music. Of, no. Max tweeted him and this is why I know that I think it's the same person is that the yes, the LCA DJ is in the building. And I look it's if it's not the same guy, I'd be amazed. And if it is, he needs to be shot into the sun because I think he's terrible. And it's I, also the same son of a bitch that plays the fucking woo. <laughs> so I just I, why it's a scrimmage. I thought like it was only supposed to be like important people. And I, I know they had their announcer in because he had a practice. I mean, you've got new guys on the team. You practice announcing their names. But I don't I, I just think they could throw some guy in the booth and say, go press this button when someone scores. Like, you don't need your actual DJ to do that, but I don't know. Maybe they need a new DJ. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I think I think there is still the actual regular DJ, but he's the guy that they bring in. I should say, I don't even know if it's DJ is the word I'm looking for here, but I think he's the more the entertainment type DJ that they have. Like, he's the dude that's in the, the concourse when you come in, and then they bring him in for, like, some of the mid-game entertainment stuff. I think that's who that was, and he's terrible. I'm Wait. Sorry. So they they let the DJ in, but they didn't let Lance Luce in to come play his amazing organ. I would have taken the organ all day over that. Lance Luce is amazing, and he follows me on Twitter, and I he is awesome at the organ. That organ is amazing, and I think he's gotten way better than he did than season one. I will say that much. They should just let him come in and play a song when we score a goal. Just play some sweet. I don't know. Play an Elton John song on the organ or something. I don't queen. know why they don't go back to individual goal songs like they used to do. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's too much work. I there's no way. I don't know. Because then you got. I mean, and I think that'd be interesting. It's like baseball with the walk up songs. Well, let, they let the your guy pick his own. Right, time. you've got five to ten seconds of the horn going off to figure out what fucking song you need to play. The individual songs died when Pavel Datsuk left because when. Uh, Datsuk scored they would play the I've Got the Magic in Me song is that Weezer is it Weezer nah, I don't know what song you're talking about it's called I think it's called Magic yeah yeah it's Magic featuring Weezer by B.O.B you don't know what I'm talking about I can't think of the song off the top of my head okay whatever Ryan just go to YouTube type in Magic featuring Weezer and it like there's a lyric videos like the first magic featuring Weezer by Bob. Whenever Datsuk scored, they played this song. Oh, this song. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And and oh, that was loud. When <laughs> I heard it, when Datsuk left, they they stopped. And I Shanahan used to have the Irish jig and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but. Well, even with Athens, no, it still was going after Datsu because Athens, they'd play Grease Lightning. Oh, they would. Okay. So, so if you guys still had it, but then it just all of a sudden stopped, and I don't know why. I think everything everything fell apart when they moved to this new fucking arena. <laughs> they, because you know what? It almost pisses me off and how stupid it is. They changed the fucking seats from red to black. Yeah, and, and then what they put they red tarps do? over. Put red fucking tarps <laughs> over top of the black seats. And all you're going to see on the broadcast is red. It's, it's, That's it. <laughs> it reminds, How does that make any sense? In my in my mind, at the Michael Scott gift from the office, like snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. You can't God. keep going back and forth. How but do you do this? I don't, I don't know. But it's, 
yes, individual goal songs. Bring them back. We'll bring it up to them. Uh, let's mm. talk to DMAC. Tell them they need to put a put a request <laughs> in for us. Each okay. player should get their own individual goal song. Mm. The other things that I pulled, uh, I want to talk about the Blashill interview after today's scrimmage. Okay. I yeah. I didn't see it, so. Blashill said the taxi squad formation is still up in the air. He has to see who's still on the bubble for making the team, but he wants to do what uh, is the best thing for the players. He wants the guys that if they need that, uh, he wants the guys they need that at the moment, at a moment's notice, they can step in and help win a game. But he wants to make sure that young guys aren't sitting and being stunted by not playing. Uh, he also, <laughs> one of the yeah. funny things I pulled, which is I think that's what we talked about last week, is yeah, that you it, you kind of, it's the taxi squad situation is great, but it also kind of sucks because you're not going to put your really good prospects on a taxi squad because they're sitting there not doing anything. Mm-hmm. So it, it's like That's what be, you run into with a guy like Rasmussen. Like what do you, you don't want him sitting around, you want him playing because you want him, you want to him developing on the roster. Yeah. But you also run into the, the hellish issue that, the AHL doesn't start for another month. Yeah. So, so and the ECHL is not playing now. So well, well, the, the Toledo, Toledo Walleye are not Toledo. Playing. So what? Are they, I think all of Toledo's players are now technically free agents and able to sign with another team for this year. Sure, but this is the way I read it. I didn't read that part, but Philip Larson yeah. is the only one I was worried about there. Yeah. So, so I mean, Detroit would still retain the rights, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't matter. So no, he, as long as he can go play thing. somewhere, but I'm assuming they would probably bring him back to Grand Rapids. Larson, they're not going to put him on taxi squad. He needs to play. Yeah. So we signed a third goalie for the for the taxi squad purpose, basically. So it'll be between him and Calvin Pickard to see who goes there. But I think that's the thing is you don't know who's going to be on your taxi squad, and Blashell doesn't know. So interesting. But the funny part I found out of the Blashill interview is he called Danny DeKaiser one of the best, uh, one of the better defensemen in the league, and I just thought that was hilarious. So uh, he hasn't played for over a year. You're gonna call him one of the better defensemen in the league? It depends on the night. Sure. No. Um, you put him up there. So if he's one of the better defensemen in the league, is Philip Horonic in like the top ten? Is that a rhetorical question? It's a rhetorical question, <laughs> but it's. I did not I, answer I that. It was like one of the ways he ended the interview. I'm like, you're going to end it on calling Danny DeKaiser one of the better defenders in the league? Like, that's insane. Um, I mean, you kind of want to talk your players up. Sure. Yeah. Um, I would have I mean, said, when you're a top two defenseman on the Detroit Red Wings, I think that's kind of the designation you receive. You're one of the top defenders in the league because you're a top two on your team. Sure. So that's how correlation works or something, right? Yeah, I'm also going to say, though, that um, he, <laughs> Blash was being very nice. DeKaiser did look good uh, coming back from not playing for a year. I mean, he had a water bottle popping goal, so that was pretty great. Um, on an insane, insane through the legs pass by Bobby that Ryan. Easily the highlight of the entire like, training camp insane. matchup. And Bobby Ryan looked great. Um, Bobby Ryan also had an interview a couple days ago where he just heaped heaped the praise on Dylan Larkin. Um, basically, he had known Larkin a little bit through roller hockey. I thought, and then I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Dylan Larkin and Bobby Ryan play roller hockey. And then, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and Bobby Ryan told this story where he, he had messaged Larkin. He's, he was going to take a trip by himself up to Arcadia Bluffs to play golf. Mm-hmm. And he asked Larkin what's around the area. 
And within 20 minutes, uh, Larkin had called him saying that him and Fabry and Bertuzzi, uh, and I think he said Mantha, were going to go with him to go play uh, and show him around the area. And he said Larks has been amazing. He's He's been welcoming. He's been showing him around. Um, but that's just the dude that Larkin is, right? Captain, oh, right? Interesting how that dynamic works. Right. And I think the other, like, hmm. Blash was asked about it too, and he's like, I can't really say any more about Larkin that I haven't already said. So, um, I think and, another point to Bobby Ryan when he was talking about it is that uh, he, Larkin's compete level was a oh, huge yeah. surprise to him. Yeah. He said his intensity is overwhelming. He said he knew he was a, an amazing player playing against him. Um, but he did not know that he had that intensity and that drive and that passion mm-hmm. for the game, like relentless intensity for the game, which we all knew. It's it's been it's been talked about till we're blue in the face that Larkin is is one of the and even Iserman said it last season. He he had a talk with Larkin and told him he's like, listen, you can't put the team on your back every night and and try to just force wins. You need to sometimes sit back. You need to work on your defense. Ryan is very loudly typing something. What? But, uh, yeah, it's it, it's known. And it's known that Larkin plays like that. And it's good that the players pick up on it. And, and it helps it helps them, I think, be more confident. Yeah. And we'll, uh, hopefully that leads to him being called a certain something here soon. Yeah, I think it'll be game one. I think the Red Wings are not going to announce it on Twitter. I think that they'll do some half-hour show. I think uh, our friend Beer League Chump said he expects like a like a half-hour special or something before game one where they I can n- see that. name him. They go through his highlights, and they go through his draft, and they name him captain and show him talking with Ted Lindsay and all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I wanted to end tonight on is Art Regner is a buffoon. <laughs> Dylan Larkin did one of these interviews. Oh God. One of these Again? interviews after practice. And he was asked a question about, have you have you talked to Iserman about the captaincy? Has he said anything? And every Did time, he asked him that? No, no. He didn't, someone else asked that. And he Larkin is trying very hard to dance around it and say, guys, I love playing for this team. I love taking a leadership role. I've not talked to Iserman about it. Just please stop asking me. And then, like, Art always gets, like, the last questions. Yeah, I've noticed that. And, it was with the Bobby Ryan deal as and well. And they might need to move Art to first so they get these questions out of the way first. Get the shock and awe completed. And... And Art says, and I, I shit you not, his question was to the effect of, hey, Dylan, uh, so can you even walk around in public anymore without people asking you if you're going to be the next captain or when you're going to be named captain? And Larkin like sat there for a solid like minute, not knowing how to answer that question because I assumed it like pissed him off. Like, why would you ask me that question? Like, you you I, are the official, you run the official Red Wings podcast. And you're going to ask me that question? Like, you don't have anything. Like, hey, Dylan, how was your off-ice training this uh, summer? What did you do? Who would you play with? How are, how do you like these new guys coming in? What do you do? No. Can you, you walk around in public? stupid fucking question. Like, like w- w- for instance, when I was working downtown, I think on every game day, 
uh, Mike Babcock would go for a run along the Detroit Riverfront. You know how many people did not bother him and would just say, hey, good luck, coach. Hey, coach, good luck. Get him the night or something like that. That'd be it. You didn't see people bugging him. No. You didn't see people trying to stop him to take photos. I also saw him, ironically enough, another Babcock story, in a, a restaurant in Brighton. You know how many people went up to him and asked him for a picture or asked her who was trying to bug him about something? Zero. None. Yeah. Majority of the people that are Wings fans, yes, we fangirl use that as encompassing everyone, but we're not also complete and total jackasses when it comes to these guys in public because, hey, they're just like us, except they get paid a lot of money to play a fun game. It's just... uh, I I did the same thing. Like, I... I walk because I can walk from my office to downtown Royal Oak Mm -hmm. and I've done it before and I pass people. I walk past like uh, Nicholas Cronwall was paying for his parking meter and I just said, hey, what's up, big fan? And keep walking like don't you don't bug people like that. And sure, you may ask, hey, awesome. Can I get a picture? But you're not going to be like, hey, did you uh. Uh, how when are you going to be named captain? Have you talked about being captain? It's like no one's going to do that. Like you might get one or two jackasses that do that, but like don't. That's not a question you ask. Like seriously, and and Art had all the questions in the world he could have asked, mm-hmm. and just please give me Art's spot at the <sighs> at the media availability post practice, and I will ask a million times better questions than Art, who has the official Red Wings podcast. So that's like just if, something. If I was about. paid to actually do this shit, right? Be, yeah, like uh, push it out. Uh, I'm uh, like I'm done with it. Like stop asking stupid questions. Refocus yourself. Write down something serious because I know your like job does, is cushy. Do you think but, he does it for the fact that everyone thinks he's kind of a goofball, so he just kind of goes with those off the wall type shit questions? I don't think he does it because everyone because he knows everyone thinks he's a goofball. I think everyone thinks he's the goofball because he does it. Like, I, I think that's just him. That's just what he does, and he thinks it's funny, and it's not funny. So, mm, no, it needs to stop. It's That's it. It needs to stop. Um, but yeah, that is our wrap-up. I just had to to kind of bemoan about art being art, because I have famously said art's a Muppet, but it's I'd say it's, it's, it's gotten it's a little than, overboard. It's We haven't hit... We actually haven't talked about it in a while, so... No, because he hasn't done anything. That's true. So I normally listen to his podcast for content because I have to listen. I I did the one way back when when he did Larkin. <laughs> Never he again. Talking about he kept talking about his butt and it made it, or his and then his nuts. And his and nuts. Yeah, yeah. That was. And <laughs> I was like, and we're done here. Yeah, I uh, listened to a solid ten minutes uh, of Art Regner talking to Larkin about his balls, asking about his balls. <laughs> and I wanted to and kill he myself. He got continuously uncomfortable. And he didn't stop. Well, wouldn't you? No, I mean, yeah. no professional. Like, oh, you're you're a fifty some. I don't even know how old he is. He he's over fifty, right? Sure. Yeah. You're I, an yes. Old, you're an older gentleman talking about me getting hit to a twenty four year old for fifteen minutes. Sir, can we please stop talking about my testicles and talk about? Can you hockey? have kids? Do you know if you have kids? Have you been to the doctor yet? <laughs> is one slightly larger is one than more the other one? <laughs> right now. 
Does it does it hang? Are they a little off center? Are you uh are you looking for a new cup brand? See now look at this. Now we're talking about Larkin's balls here. Like I just it needs get them off or or put his question first. Damn it! See what happens. That's why we're gonna end tonight, Ryan. I want to get your final thoughts before we wrap it up. We're gonna end talking about balls. That's fantastic. (laughs) No, my final thoughts. uh, The wings are officially back, and it's beautiful. It's good to be back. We're in a brand new year. Can't wait to finally get back to more regularly scheduled programming and recording. So that'll be nice. Hopefully we have all three of us. I know it's been two weeks in a row. So, and also, my, by the way, fuck you for last week. Um, woo! Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> See, there's there's distinct woos that you can woo as a cheer. But when you do the Ric Flair woo, I hope you <laughs> die a painful death. Uh, but no, other than that, I mean, the wings are, it's exciting. I think the fun part about it is every new guy is confident in what they see especially with the younger core meaning Bert, Larkin, Mantha and the sort and there's been a lot of high praise for Zadina as well because they've seen the work that he's put in the oh, season yeah. that he had overseas so there it's it's a different feel because for one I mean obviously we all know that there's been huge roster turnover so it's more or less a new team that's hitting the ice this season for the most part so it it's they're still being picked to suck but the optimism in how it's everything is coming together is growing. And I think as we've talked many a time, we're not very far from being back to what we hope. I mean, there's still some things that need to happen, but we'll see what, how it plays out. So that's my thoughts. Uh, RD Ryan 33. Yeah. Uh, I just like watch. like, this is the stuff I love is, is the, cause there's not going to be any preseason games to kind of give wrap ups on and see who's doing well. Uh, there's no exhibition this season, so mm-hmm. everything we're going to draw, and hopefully towards the end, the, the scrimmages get a little more intense. I don't know, man, though, with with how many people got injured today, I don't know if I want them to get any more intense, or else like we're not going to have enough people for a taxi squad. But, so none of it was actually from a check, either. Like It was just no, all freak-type no, shit. Yeah, and so I'm I'm hoping they get a little bit more intense to really see see how developed guys are getting or, or how far they've come, but it's just... It's great to see them on the ice. Today was on actual LCA ice and not Belfour, um, which I'm assuming the rest of them are on Belfour. But it's it's just good to have that back and to be able to really dig in and see how guys are performing and who's maybe come further. Like like Michael Rasmussen, you could tell that time in Austria really helped them. So that's what I got for tonight. You can follow me online at Bringing the Wing. You can follow the Grindline Podcast online us. at Grindline Pod. Uh, we like I to sometimes get on out. there, but I haven't tweeted off the actual yeah. Twitter handle in a long it's ass time. Me. Hello. <laughs> it's uh, me. Hello. Jessica. Uh, we like to give a shout out to Howie's Hockey <laughs> Tape. If you use the promo code GRINDLINE on howieshockeytape.com, you can get 10% off your online order. And if you use that same promo code on Bring Hockey Back, you can get 12% off. We also like to give a shout out to Founders, who is the official beer of the Grindline podcast. Uh, you've got some amazing stuff out currently. I think Blushing Monk is back out, which is awesome. It's like a kicked up Rubeus, if you like that. Uh, Wait, did you say Rubeus? No, Rubeus. Rube- I've always said Rubeus, just so I, I don't say, say Rube- something stupid. Rubeus. Kind of sound like you said Rubass. Yeah, you get some of that Rubass. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, Founders, official beer of the Grindline podcast. You can also check out our merch if you go to redbubble.com and search the Grindline. We are on there. We've got the some game on. cool shirts. Um, we may have some cool features coming soon. We're still talking about it, but we'll see what happens. Um, I want to get more connected with our listeners, and we are looking for a way 
to do that and to get you onto the show without you having to do really any work, which is kind of like the best thing. Any kind of thing I can do where I get recognition without doing any work is great. So uh, that's going to do it for us tonight. For Ryan, I am Greg. You stay classy, Hockey Town. Mm-hmm.